Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Dear Writer. This is episode 13, but it's the second uh, installation of our mini-series Creative Life, where we talk about how we try and culture creativity in our daily lives. And today we thought we would do a episode which we've entitled A Day in the Life of Ashley and Sarah. And then we're going to follow that by a brief discussion about how we find ways to make time for writing in our busy schedules. Do you want to start off with what a typical day looks like for you? Sure. Not that it's particularly exciting. (laughs) So I said in the previous podcast that I was getting up early at five or something. I am no longer doing that because (laughs) I got way too cranky and then I was falling asleep on the couch at night in our TV watching time. Did Dan have some words with you like, Sarah, this cannot continue? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) So, yeah, it did slowly slide later and later. Um, But then I decided that I needed to make a schedule recently and I've been maintaining that. But at the moment, I try to get up by 7 and then I do writing between 7 and 9 a.m. And Mm. at that point... I then shower. I know it's very late in the day to be showering, but this is what happens when you don't go out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then I listen to podcasts while I shower and do some chores. At the moment, that's usually the creative pen. Then I write from about 11 to 12 p.m., have lunch, study from 12 to 4, more chores from that point, or I treat myself to playing the guitar if those are all done and I listen to podcasts or music while I'm making dinner and then more writing from 7 to 8 p.m or reading if I'm too tired and then tv time is usually from about 8 to 10 p.m and it's my sort of together time with Dan for a couple of hours that we sort of chill out on the couch And obviously we talk to each other during dinner, so it's not like we have no contact. But (laughs) But yeah, as an additional note to my typical daily schedule, I tend to block edit these podcasts. I kind of almost want to say like binge edit, but then, I mean, I don't not enjoy doing it, but they are quite heavy on time. So, Mm -hmm. and I tend to do them right away because otherwise it preys on my mind. So those take up my writing and guitar time until I've got them out my hair. (laughs) It sounds busy regardless of the fact that you're stuck inside. People used to say to me, they'd be like, what are you going to do now that you're not working? Or even have once me and a colleague before I even knew Dan. And when I was working at Auckland City Hospital, a colleague once, we were talking about another colleague and she was like, oh, you know, this she's a person who would do well with a sort of more laid back schedule or she'd be okay if she just had to stay at home and be a mum or something and I was like I wouldn't mind staying at home constantly (laughs) (laughs) and my colleague looked at me and she's like you wouldn't cope 
you always have to be doing something and I'm like yes but I would find things to do and no one believed me but now I can actually say that it doesn't matter if I don't have a job at the moment I am always doing something (laughs) and which my hairdressers and she's like you sound like you have such a busy life how do you find time for these creative activities I'm like (laughs) I have projects I'm always doing something so yeah anyways do you want to tell us about your typical day (laughs) sure so I get up at seven uh or at least I'm gonna buy seven because my puppy gets up at six and I take the puppy out so I'm usually up at six but we'll try and fall back asleep which never works and then get up by seven get up at seven Mm-hmm. Um, I'm out the door for work at 7.30. I'm one of those people I like to make them do as much as I can in the shortest <laughs> amount of time. So yeah. I allocate myself 30 minutes to get ready and get out the door, which is, I've gotten pretty good at it now. So I'm then, oh, I take the bus to work. So I'm on the bus for about 30 minutes and I use that time to be productive. So I usually listen to podcasts uh, in that time. Often it's something to help me with my research or writing. So I'm a big fan of history podcasts. So I'll often listen to that Uh, or writing podcasts. Or right now I'm listening to the History of the English Language podcast, (laughs) which is probably one of the geekiest podcasts I have ever listened to. It has almost (laughs) 300 episodes and it is exactly what it sounds like. I'm currently in the, we're learning about the Indo-European language, which is the root of all of the Indo-European language family, which is like Latin, Greek, all the Germanic languages. Hittite, right. a lot of a lot of languages, anyways. But it's very, very interesting. It, um, I'll try not to go too much into it, but it talks about how the English language got all of its words and all of the different influences, right? And why, you know, we spell some words er, some re. Why some of our plurals aren't consistent? Why we call pl- more than one ox oxen, but more than one fox is not foxen? But it's because oxen, <laughs> oxen is a original word from the Indo-European language from like 5,000 years ago and it's carried through into English which is why it's oxen but fox is a new word well relatively new so then it you know took on our new rules for making plurals because that's why it's foxes anyways it's that it's been very interesting I think I'm about 17 episodes through anyway so then I get to work at eight o'clock and I work from 8 till 5 or 5.30, depending on when I get all of the stuff done that I need to. Uh, and then bus back, listening to more podcasts, which is it's probably one of the, my favorite times of the day. I get home around 6 and then take Riley out for a walk. However, that's I'll, I have other activities usually. So those are on my free days. Um, I do. I'm a girl guide leader, so on... Tuesdays um, I have girl guides so I don't get home till usually 8 30 because it's from 6 to 8 mm-hmm. and then parents are always late picking up their children so <laughs> I don't usually get home until half past eight otherwise I usually swim as well and that won't get I won't get home until 7 30 if I've done that anyways and then I get home I then cook dinner and James and I eat dinner so that usually takes us especially when I have these other activities on to like eight o'clock or sometimes even nine o'clock and that is when I then write so I usually write from about 
on a good day, it will be 8.30 if I've been fast. Um, on a bad day, it's 9 or 9.30. And I usually make sure I at least write for an hour or try and write for an hour. We right, see how yeah. it goes because usually I'm quite tired uh, by that point. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I have a very <laughs> tiny, I've a, I made myself a little writing room and uh, we've got it's a three bedroom house, but it's really a two bedroom house it's because our third bedroom is so small. It only fits a single bed with like a tiny little desk and a 30 centimeter gap. Mm-hmm. The bed's still in there. So it takes up most of the room. So I have like my <laughs> tiny little writing desk and I've like sit like really squeezed into my chair. <laughs> so uh, yeah. And then I write for, write for about an hour in that room and then I go to bed and then it's rinse and repeat for all of the weekdays. So my weekdays are quite busy, but I do try and get writing done, make time. Yeah, it's very busy, I think, lives when you try and squeeze writing into it. Yeah, 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 definitely. But it's about making yeah. time, right, which we will discuss a bit more later. No, I, um, I definitely, weekends are when I get most of my writing done and I ensure I make time on my weekends to do writing. Yeah, so on that sort of topic, what does a weekend look like for you? So. I do my chores usually on Saturday mornings, which I also, I don't listen to podcasts when I do chores. That's my time to listen to music. Fair enough. Um, So I listen to music when I do my chores and then I try and do a bit of writing in the afternoons. Uh, And generally on Sundays, James will go surfing if there's waves. So I'll write while he surfs and then yeah, hang out with him when he returns. Yeah. Uh, I do go away a lot on the weekends, but I always still make time for writing so I still will get up usually at seven maybe a bit earlier if I'm away with friends so I can write for a couple hours uh, before anyone else wakes up yeah which usually works quite well that's a good way of yeah. doing it yeah so I'm definitely more of a early riser so it's always quiet that time in the morning which is good <laughs> yeah how how do your weekends shape up uh, to be honest they're not too different from my weekdays at the moment fair enough <laughs> When you don't have a job, besides from writing and studying from home, it does tend to blur into one. Mm-hmm. But because Dan is home and the weekends, I do try to spend a bit more time with him. Even though like we're both very individual people. He likes photography. Over Christmas break, for example, he's been developing um, some of his, he does film photography. So he's been developing some of his film. That's cool. Which takes a few hours. He shuts himself in the bathroom because it has sinks and a bath (laughs) (laughs) Um, our spare bathroom but we do try to get out a little bit in the weekend which we often don't manage (laughs) you try though we try and even if it's something like doing chores together like going to the library Mm -hmm. or something or supermarket shopping are you allowed to go supermarket shopping together right now in covid yes we are although Often we'll like ride together in the car and then one of us will do the library and then one of us will get out and do the groceries. I was going to ask, do you get more writing done on the weekends or do you try and spend a bit more time with Dan? I try to spend a bit more time with Dan, but then I try to go a bit easier on myself on the weekends and not do as much study. So I do tend to get more writing done because I think it is important It's not trying to create a weekend as such, but more have a change in your schedule Mm -hmm. so that there's a couple of days of the week 
where you're doing something a little bit different and you're allowing yourself that time to relax rather than constantly being on the go and constantly trying to get stuff Mm -hmm. done which it becomes quite hard to do when you are at home all the time and you're doing things like studying because it's like well I could get this done or I could do a little bit more study and get on top so that it makes it easier during Mm -hmm. the weekday and it kind of works but then it also kind of drags you down a bit because it's just this constant sameness to your life that just yeah it's not defined by anything and then you get sort of a bit lost Mm -hmm. when you do things that way I feel or at least that's what it's like for me which is why I created a schedule because I need more structure to my days because I was waking up and even when I was getting stuff done I didn't really feel like I was achieving anything because I'd look back and I'd be like oh I just all I did today was right which is fine and yeah I'd get a lot done but it doesn't feel like you've done a lot when you don't sort of label the time if that makes any sense (laughs) no that does make sense no it does and it leads quite well into the next point we're going to talk about which was how we make time for our writing amongst our busy schedules so you said that you made a schedule which is good yeah I also have a have a pretty strict schedule mostly because I need to have one if I even want to fit writing in (laughs) because it's very easy for me just to decide I'm too tired and not write Mm mm-hmm But it has been easier for me a little bit this year because of COVID, because for a large, well, not a large chunk, a couple months at a time, we did have some restrictions and it meant that a lot of my activities were cancelled. Like my Girl Guides wasn't on. Oh, well, it was on. We had it online, which made things a lot easier. Took up a bit less time for me. And all of my other activities like swimming and stuff that I do, uh, they closed all the pools. So that wasn't an option. So it did give me a little bit more time to write which was good. And we couldn't travel anywhere. But for the past few months, all of our restrictions have been lifted. So it was back to my normal busy schedule. So I still have to work hard to make sure I have time to write. What about you? Did you have anything else other than your schedule that you use to make time for writing? Yeah. So hopefully it's fine at the moment. And obviously when you see my schedule, you can see that there's quite a bit of time for writing, probably about four or five hours per day, which is pretty good. But soon I should hopefully be getting my nursing registration, which is exciting and I do want to go back to work. But it's also a little bit uh, nerve wracking because I'm not 100% sure what it's going to look like. And Mm -hmm. I'm a bit nervous about how I'm going to manage my time once I'm working again because you might sort of notice on our blog that we've started doing the transcripts again but with the increase in podcasting and then hopefully soon starting a full-time job uh, one of my fears is not being able to keep up with everything and having that writing time shrink and shrink which kind of panics yeah. me a bit because um, oh, no. every episode of these podcasts I've, I've heard um, other people talk about on their podcast how long it takes them to edit And I'd say that we're probably similar, Mm -hmm. but every episode, depending on its length, probably takes between sort of two to six hours. Um, And then transcription takes probably another hour or two on top of that. So it's at least a good day per episode. Yeah. And so then I'm like, 
oh my goodness, if I'm working full time and this takes me a full day and we're doing this every week, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to survive. <laughs> we'll work it out. We can definitely share out some of the duties a bit more. Well, yeah, exactly. It's it's something that you can't really panic too much about what's in the future. Mm-hmm. You can prepare yourself, but there's no point worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. So we'll yeah. manage it as it comes. So, Have you thought about going back part-time oh no you need hours don't you yes yeah so basically I need as many hours as I can get at this point for clinical hours because I don't know if the listeners know but as a nurse you've got to maintain a certain amount of clinical hours in New Zealand it's every three years you've got to maintain a certain amount of clinical hours in Canada it's every five years so it's kind of a little bit easier in that way but because I haven't worked for so long I'm now coasting on hours from like 2000 and 18 or something 2017 2018 not 2017 because I didn't work there neither I was in the UK (laughs) I know I was casual part-time at a hospital for like half of 2018 in Tauranga and then that that's like (laughs) what all that I've got yeah that'll be it it'll be an interesting change yeah, no, I am looking forward to it. Just, I like to do too many things. Yeah, <laughs> I know the feeling. I often have to let some things go. Like I don't play guitar as much as I want to anymore just because I don't have the time to do it. I've I was kind of, I've prioritized writing over that. So that's just what I've had to do, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the same for me. Like if I have to choose between, I choose writing because that's... Yeah kind of more of a passion although I find guitar is better for winding down Mm -hmm. if my brain's tied up in too much of a knot and I've looked at too many words because you can imagine studying all day and writing they don't really go well together because that you're constantly reading (laughs) although maybe that will actually end up being a beneficial thing working all day because your mind will get a total break right so you might be able to yeah come home and my output faster than yeah. what I do at the moment where at the moment it's sometimes sitting in front of the computer and nothing coming but <laughs> that brings it very nicely to the next point is what do you do when you don't feel like writing obviously there's the blog and the podcast but then I do researching or lots of reading but usually I flip between projects um, that I've got on the go until I find something that sticks and that I can sink my teeth into. Makes sense, yeah. And because I have so much time, I'm quite good at sitting in my seat and just sitting here wriggling around, (laughs) staring at an empty screen until something eventually comes. (laughs) I remember a few weeks back when I was doing one of my chapters that I was struggling on, I texted Ashley and I just said, oh my goodness, I've been sitting here for an hour or two hours and all I've come up with is a hundred words. <laughs> oh no. It was just painful. Extremely excruciating. <laughs> yeah. But it's not always that hard and schedules are great because I find it gives me permission to sit down and do that. Whereas if I don't schedule the time, then I'm feeling kind of guilty going oh I haven't Mm -hmm. done this and I haven't done that and all I'm doing is sitting here staring at a screen (laughs) which does not help inspire creativity no it wouldn't (laughs) how about you 
so I don't have the luxury of time during the week to not output things. So I generally just have to force myself to do it. I find writing in my little tiny writing room helps because I've made sure that there is absolutely nothing in there that can distract me. All that there is is a desk, a jar, like an old jam jar with some pens in it, a stack of books, like research books related to our ancient Greece book at the moment, and a couple of my old notebook journals that have notes and stuff Mm -hmm. scribbled in there. And that's it. So there's nothing else for me to do. So when I go in there, I pretty much I have to write. Otherwise, I'll just sit there and do nothing. And I'm not good at sitting and doing nothing. But if I really, really don't feel like it, then... I will usually try and do something, like Sarah said, related to the book. So either do some research or do make some podcast outlines. And if I'm feeling particularly unmotivated, I will read, which is good because I usually don't have a lot of time to read otherwise. Mm-hmm. But I'll try and make sure I do read something related to our project, like some of the nonfiction <laughs> ancient Greece books, yeah. which are sometimes a bit dry, but they are also really interesting. They often have sort of random bits of information. You're like, oh, I can probably use that, which sometimes can help with the writing. Yeah. I can't remember what I was going to ask you. <laughs> it's all right. Ask you something about what you said. Oh, that's what it was. So when you're in your writing room, do you leave your phone elsewhere or? Uh, usually, Yes. Oh, that's a bit distracting. (laughs) I actually got the idea from, I listened to one of those masterclass video things. It was with, I think it was with Dan Brown, who writes Da Vinci Code. And he said that when he writes, he used to do the same thing, like go to like a random room. And he said that he, when he was living with his parents, the only room was the laundry room. So he would just sit in the laundry room, (laughs) uh, turn off his Wi-Fi on his computer so he couldn't get internet and leave his phone behind. And then you're forced to write. I did try that, but that did not work well because it turns out for the ancient Greece book, I have to do a lot of research on the fly. So it just ended up consuming time waiting for my computer to like then turn the Wi-Fi back on and connect. So I haven't done that, but I usually exit everything else. Right. And yeah. it's usually it's usually enough. Stop me getting too distracted. But yes. What are your um so you say that sometimes it takes you, you know, an hour or two to squeeze out a hundred words. Do you <laughs> end up procrastinating in that time a little bit? Sometimes. So I don't leave my phone out of the room when I'm writing because I do so Mm -hmm. much writing. I find it difficult to, because otherwise I feel like I'm just not paying attention to potentially stuff that's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Which, to be honest, is probably minimal. But but also I have a Mac and so it's set up that I'll receive messages on my Mac anyways. Uh, so I can't really be like oh I'm not gonna listen to my messages because it just comes up anyways (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I do procrastinate a little bit sometimes on Instagram although I find I do this probably more when I'm studying (laughs) right (laughs) because obviously study can be a bit dry sometimes and then I'll be like I just need a quick break (laughs) Instagram which I really shouldn't do but Usually I just do a quick scroll and yeah. that's enough. I don't stay on it for, for ages. It's just checking stuff. How's this going? Yeah. How's that going? And then I'm back to it. And obviously I have, I'll go and get a tea or something. And then while I'm waiting for the tea to see is when I do sort of yoga exercises and stuff. <laughs> so that I'm getting some exercise in. Yeah. 
but yeah it's procrastinating I think my procrastinating is just switching between different tasks right I'll sit down in front of one and I'll be like nope not feeling that today (laughs) (laughs) like switch to something else yeah yeah so you know I, I did a little bit of work on our ancient Greece novel this morning and then I kind of got a bit stuck although since then I've had an idea of how to move the chapter forward but yeah when I got a bit stuck I was like okay let's move on start editing Mm -hmm. some of my book which I got a bit too into and then was nearly late for the call (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh no I have to have lunch if anything lunch and eating is what I procrastinate I'm very bad at that I'll get tied up in something and then I'll be like, I don't need to eat. Who needs to eat? <laughs> I just don't really get hungry, but yeah, <laughs> whole day will go by. Oh my gosh. I, I get hyper-focused, so. That's good. I've developed this new um, procrastination thing, which is not necessarily bad, but it is kind of detrimental to writing chapters. I decide that if I'm stuck, I'll just read the chapter from the beginning again. So I'll spend like, (laughs) I do that too sometimes. Every single time now I'll be like, "Mm, I'm stuck. I'm just going to read it from the beginning. So I'll spend an hour writing, but all I've done is read the chapter like three times and change like two words. And I was like, yes, I've (laughs) So that's my current. That's what I did with the ancient Greece one. And then like I added a paragraph in or something (laughs) and wrote a hundred words and it was like, okay, what's next today? (laughs) Anyways, I think we should, we're probably out of time and we should round this up. Okay, so next time on Dear Writer, it's the second of our author's spotlight interview series. Exciting. It's great to talk to other writers. And yeah, so as usual, you can find us on lindersoncreations.com, Facebook and Instagram at lindersoncreations. Rate and review the show if you like it on Apple Podcasts. Um, Tell a friend about it. Subscribe. Yeah, we'll see you all next time. Happy writing, everyone. Bye.